Welcome to Driving While Awesome Thursday Edition. Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane. I'm Brian. I'm Art. And this is a Thursday edition. Thank you, Lane. Yeah. Are <laughs> you recorded? Are you putting the pre-recorded thing on every time? Oh, you know it. Uh, what? It's official. Shit. When I remember. <laughs> That's cool. You, know, you, you never know. You never know. What you're gonna you never get. know what day it is. You still have to tell people when they're going to be listening to this. So mm-hmm. right now, you'll be like driving home from work. <laughs> yeah. And we're uh, working too and... Yeah, because right now it's actually... <laughs> exactly. It's like uh, 7 p.m. on a Wednesday, but like the sun uh, might be lower. There you go. Wait, have we have we done this yet? So you guys did a couple podcasts um, without Brian and I. Uh, yeah. listen, how selfish. Yeah. Murderers. And yeah. Brian wasn't... Brian was on assignment last time. I know. <laughs> That's true. It's the last minute. I thought we kicked fail. him out or something. Yeah, oh, did I get out. kicked out? No, no. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I'm getting close. <laughs> well, Lane's kids were heathens, so we were supporting your decision to yeah. not to, <laughs> to not miss a baby class. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I said, dude, I never even went to baby classes. And then, <laughs> and then it's like, yeah, you. look at your kids. And I'm like, eh. oh, yeah. Baby's like knocking down the door with an axe. Oh, and yeah. Emily's out here throwing rocks. And yeah, it was total mayhem. Um, well, how's things? Things are uh, great. You guys had a good, good trip down south? We did have a good trip down south. Um, it was a whirlwind, but it was awesome. Yeah. It got a lot done. It sounded like it. No, it was rad. It was super condensed like it. Like, so much stuff. Just, we were just moving. Yeah. Just moving. you and Art. Moving. Just nice. Uh, me, Art and I, you know? Yeah, just moving. I, I kind of wish you guys would have taken a time lapse of the whole time so I could mm, you know, so sped up hot. like a yep. day in the life. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Good point. Cool. There's so much stuff to do down, like for our automotive things. Well, to and do down there, like in we Los should, Angeles, you mean? Yeah, I mean, I th- we should do <laughs> yeah. a, another trip totally soon because there's so many places to stop, and people are like, "Oh, did you stop by there? Did you go there?" Yeah. You know, like somehow you guys found time to stop at uh, uh, the mall and buy matching uh, button-up t-shirts oh, yeah, or yeah, button-up yeah, shirts. Yeah, yeah. That's right. We got to look it on the red carpet. We did. Yeah. We did. Yeah, matching. Nice way to squeeze that in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we care about here. Um, and we got to hang out with like Austin Cabot, dude. So that guy's in L.A. now, huh? Yeah, yeah. And Patrick Stevenson. Did Austin let you crash at his place? Uh, we stayed in a hotel. So he offered, but you denied it. Well, no, there was. He knew we were staying in a hotel. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All right. We also have standards. He probably has a shower. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He does have like a one bedroom. He does, I think he has a studio or one bedroom oh, apartment. Really? Be like sleeping on top of each he other. He and his wife. That could be kind of cool, I guess. Huh? Yeah, a, day, a day in the life. Cool. <laughs> super. Yeah, rare. no. There's like we we've been compiling a long list for a while, actually. Of yeah, we, all we, the different spots to hit up in LA. Yeah, we managed to pull like two of them off. <laughs> yeah, uh, we were talking about BBI and Petrolicious. Now we still got another ten things. We were gonna stop by um. The Porsche Exclusive Center or whatever. Like, oh, yeah. What happened to that? We I know, it was just kind of, yeah, it just didnn't happen. Whirlwinds yeah. are like that. You yeah. know where it's going to hit. Yeah, yep. I think we ended up hanging at Petrolicious for a bit longer than we thought we were. Yeah. And then in LA, like 10 miles means an hour and a half. So, dude, it's just, like, it's, it's, it's fucking brutal, man. It's a nightmare. Yeah. So, like the end of the BBI podcast, 
Yeah. You guys were basically, you had to leave there at a certain time so you could make the movie. To travel there. 30 miles, it took us yeah, like two, almost two hours, you know? It, it was took- an hour. Hour and forty. Hour and forty five. We minutes. were fucking hauling we ass, were, and we we're like we were taking alternate routes. And... Late to the premiere, but yeah. we were still on time for the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, that's not bad. No, it's not too bad. Tell me this: uh, Did you pull up in the NSX with the red carpet out there and have someone valet it? It was, yeah, dude. No, it was pretty anticlimactic. Like that. We we uh, we show up and they tell us to park in the underground garage, and yeah. we're like running late, so we just went straight to this valet area, and there was no one in the valet area. It was just us, and the guy like we roll up, and the dude, the valet dude, looks at the car, and he's like. Do you want to park it yourself? <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. He was like, he was like, I don't know, and, uh, and I'm like, sure. And so he just told me to park it, like you know, we're like basically in front of the spot. So I back it in there, and that's all good. And then later after the movie, we come back out, and we were gonna go out and like get some drinks. And I asked him if it was okay to leave the car where it was, and he's like, well, actually, maybe you want to move it over here because there are cameras and it'll be safer. And I'm like, hey, cool. Here's the key. He's like, actually, you know what? Just leave it where it is. He was like super intimidated. He didn't want to drive the car, so he just it's a bad sign from a valet. Yeah, it's all good though. Yeah, but yeah, so we we didn't get to pull up all all baller stats. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was picturing like paparazzi and all that stuff, you know, like yeah. you step out of the car. It was what, a, is, what are Lane and Art going to be driving? <laughs> it was a third floor premiere, not uh, yeah, floor. not the main. You know, drive the, it up the stairs. Not the main. The theater. red carpet, though, you know, that's a whole. Yeah, it was a long red carpet <laughs> upstairs, down a hall. There should be like an like an automotive elevator, so you can like take your car up there. That would oh cool. a drive-in drive-in. Third story. Driving red carpet. Well, shall we answer some questions? Let's tackle some questions. Uh, quite a few. So, let's see so I mean. even re- I asked for a clarification on one of the questions. Thank oh, you. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. It's like the jury asking and he, for. And he got back to you. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, so we'll have to watch out for that one when we come to it. Okay, I'll let you read that that part. Um, analog cars on film uh, says thanks for asking. Ask, <laughs> so we're off to bad start. <laughs> Thanks for answering my previous questions. I've narrowed down my choices for four-door manual to E34 M5, E92 M3, or Audi RS4. What do you guys think? Art, mm. you son of a bitch, you're not even listening. Where does he live? I already know this question. <laughs> well, he lives in like LA, right? Then answer it. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know offhand. Where yeah. He lives. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just dude, just they're because all, they're I, all different price points too. I well, guess RS four and E ninety two are close. Thirty ish. Yeah. 30-ish. I mean, but if he's cool, I mean, obviously it doesn't seem to be an issue either. Or, um, I think in the long run, the RS four and the M five are the better investment. Uh, RS fours are holding their value really well, and I think they're going to begin to appreciate. Um, they're not going to make another car like that. Um. And by they, I mean pretty much everyone, but especially Audi. Um, I would just go RS4 because I, I would like to own one myself, and they're pretty rare. Uh, I already have an M5, and, you know. He doesn't uh, have an M5. He doesn't have an M5. Yeah. Um, but that's, I mean, this is my opinion, right? <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, that's almost an endorsement. You yourself bought an M5. It's I myself bought an M5. I think, and also, one. I've driven an RS4, and I've been in them. It's, it's, a, it's a more modern. They're not more, going more, down in value, right? No, they're, they're not. Like, so that's a probably a pretty pretty good good bet yeah it's a good car and i mean also i mean for that for investment but also e92 is kind of near the, not near not they're bottom, still, but still moving a little bit but not a lot you're not going to lose tons of money on that i don't think, think so yeah that'd be a cool car they're very cool high strung v8 yeah but rs4 four doors e92 is a two-door yeah that's true um wait what well, well, no, he means well, yeah. e90 oh, does it mean e90 if that's the case yeah. i forget how i just feel like I, I mean 
Yeah, I would go RS4. I think it's more special. Um, not as I mean, it's as special as an M5. The E90 M3 is like okay, cool, high revving V8, but it's kind of it just looks like a bloated E92. I want to give the uh, I'm going to give the uh, good drive them all and drive whichever one you like. Shittiest <laughs> answer. Yeah, that is the shittiest. But, answer. but you know, I kind of like see attributes that I like in all of them. Obviously, the E94 well, yeah. is an older car. Yep. So you're gonna run into those old car things, especially an old car with a fucking crazy expensive motor and a really expensive motor, yeah, and a weird suspension. Right. Yep. And then the, both the other ones are still kind of getting getting long in the tooth, and they're expensive. To and repair. they're both yeah. expensive to repair. Uh, it's definitely more special when I see an RS4 probably just because they're rare, mm-hmm. and I do like seeing them. But E92s are pretty cool too. The the at least the M3 version. I like the stealthy M5. I'm gonna go with that stealthy M5. Uh, yeah, yeah. The it's RS4. Cheapest, yeah, the RS4 is. Kind of the coolest, in my opinion. Uh, but for some reason, I've just got this thing stuck in my head. It's a mental block with Audi. Like, I feel like that generation Audi just is asking for a ton of maintenance. Um, plus, and that's all-wheel drive, right? It's all-wheel yeah, drive. they yeah. have the timing chain in the back of the engine. Oh, God. Yeah, so I'm right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's not... That's a... I mean, there's shit it's with like the BMW, 100,000 miles. You yeah, know, yeah. You're, you're not working on that constantly. So, you know, all BMWs have a timing chain in the back of the engine now, too, they right? They do now? Yeah. Interesting. Mm. But it's a ch- if they're both chains, then, I mean, you're not doing much well, work Well, yeah, you there. do it at, just, like, yeah, Just got to make sure your tensioners are in good shape. Yeah, it's the tensioners are the big thing yeah. for BMWs. Yeah, same thing with these. And you got to make sure that, you know, you just stay on top of that. And it's and you don't have to pull the engine to do that. And but, carbon buildup? Carbon buildup, that's the next thing I was going to say. Yeah, they have carbon buildup issues. Which early on the Audi? Yeah. So, I mean, just don't get shitty fuel. Because they're direct injection. Expensive brake jobs. I mean, expensive, expensive tires. Jobs. Yeah, all but the, they're all the Porsche cars. brakes, right? All of these the cars. The M5, you can get away with it a little bit more. It's old, older, old school kind of parts, prices. But everything but is specialized. It's is unique to that car, too, though, right? Yeah, like all those it is. Components. But I would bet the RS4 is going to be the most expensive brake yeah, job. Yeah, I think, I mean, just from driving or riding in them and driving them, like the you, RS4. Wait, you already said that you, you already picked yours, Art. Well, we haven't said it. We, we, <laughs> no, but well, what we, I would we really want to say is... Uh, we didn't get to details. So I think as, as Lane said, yeah, it's, it's a more, I feel like it's the more modern of the bunch, even though the E92 is technically newer, uh, but it feels like more, it's more solid, more what? comfortable, more family-oriented. Yep, it's really comfortable. No, you're saying it feels more modern than yes. the E90 have the, series. Have you seen the interior on an Oh, on interior is way nicer it's than nice. Well, sure, way, nice, but more, more modern It feeling? feels like it. I mean, Dude, it's in the, what years are we talking about here? Uh, this is 2008, 2009-ish, somewhere on there. Oh, are they that new, the, yeah. the RS4s? Yeah, RS4s came out in... Oh seven or oh eight, right? Oh eight, oh seven has an oh eight model, probably. Sounds right. Yeah. And then the E ninety series is like same era. Yeah, those twelve are or something. Oh no, they well they oh, started two thousand eight or something. Oh, okay, but they went longer. Yeah. Do we all choose? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, I, Next question. I, I think the E90 M3, that's like one of my bucket list cars. Just the, the V8, I, I, or the, uh, yeah, the V8 in that thing. I, I saw one at a Lemons race that was super sick. It was like a light, super girly combo of like a light, uh, blue with a white interior and debadged, but it had the sick wheels. And you fell in love. So, <laughs> dude, I did. There was something about that combo. <laughs> uh, like I've always loved that combo from back, uh, the Honda Accords had like a sick, I don't know. Like it, it's 
when you get all the light colors together, it kind of sets it apart from other cars. Um, and it was like that same sort of thing with this one. And I don't know, it's really appealing to me. It's got like bulges in the right spots. And if it, with the M3 wheel, the motorsport wheels, those things look killer. Yep. Um, I agree. I, I agree to- for the same reason that the RS4, but you, I mean, it's the same thing, right? High revving V8. It sounds fucking killer. And it's also got flared fenders. I mean, yeah. all wheel drive versus rear wheel drive. Yeah. All wheel drive yeah. versus rear wheel drive. That's Between one those two, it's hard to yeah. lose. Yeah, yeah. You're going to pay money for, uh, ex- you know, you the, regular expenses, it's, but it's the R8. It's the same motor as the R8. You know, it's like, oh, is that cool. true? Yeah. Yeah. Dang, dude, that's pretty rad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the underscore PVZ asks, if you had to choose one, but not both, would you rather have rear wheel drive or manual transmission? R- rear wheel drive. Dude, it's so manual hard. I think manual transmission. I'm not a front wheel drive guy. Manual transmission. Whatever. Yeah. Says oh JDMR. God. What's okay. the last uh, what about, car I had? What about communication with the vehicle? You're getting that out of rear wheel drive in an automatic? No. Uh, no. They're they're a automatic. GTI? Dude, I'm gonna say a manual transmission. A GTI. Yeah, I'm sure. say manual transmission. Yeah. Double clutch. Yeah. Heel double toe. clutching. Heel not toe double in. clutching. Like you should. Like you should. Granny <laughs> shifting. Granny <laughs> shifting. So this is period, right? This is like indefinitely. No, no it just says what would you rather have. I can only have one. Hey, that's yeah. your that's your choice. That's arts. Yeah. That's arts because he's never going front wheel drive again. Yeah, front wheel never do it. I hate uh, steer, but I love automatics. They're great. I don't love automatics, but there's great seven. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm a manual guy, but I'd rather get get a really really nice automatic rear wheel drive car than a front wheel drive car. That's how turned off I am by front wheel drive cars now. I think you're just saying that I because you <laughs> underneath you <laughs> love those Civic SIs self-made. and you have to like you're trying to. <laughs> yeah, go yeah. I'm, I'm telling He's you, if someone tra- out yeah. there, if someone out there has an ITR, let me drive your ITR because I, I've driven. He like burns himself every time yeah. he thinks of getting a front wheel <laughs> yeah. drive car. Just like cut myself in yeah. the shower. Give me the hot wax. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I have uh, yet to drive another front wheel drive to convert me, man. How about a, a really nice, uh, fun, well modded Mark II GTI? Which I had and I got over it. <laughs> Talk about but, the manual transmission part of it. Oh, the manual it, transmission part of it? It's fun. Fuck it's it, I'll be the odd man out. Get, like a, get a nice ZF8 speed in like a something. Rear wheel drive. Ew, so boring. <laughs> oh, you could get a 991 GT3 RS? There you go. Get a 991 oh, GT3 RS. I drove no, one today. I drove an RS today. Oh, really? It can't be yeah. a car. That How was it? Where, uh, I, drove it around the, I just drove it around the street a little bit. Oh, dang. You got a whale on that thing. Um, but I, I jumped through it a little bit. Jumped through the gears, but thing's such a big pig, dude. It's a big car. How big are those wheels? 21s in the back, 20s in the front. Stock. It's an RS. Yeah. You stand next to it. It's like the freaking front fenders are like up to my chest. It's so <laughs> fucking. It looks more like I like looking. They're less sleek and they look more like a VW Beetle, VW Beetle than they like, ever had. The hate is strong. With this you, one. Nine nine one GT three is all you need. I mean, if you're gonna if if you were gonna go nine nine one. Oh, I would definitely go. Svelte, clean. Yeah, but I mean, compare that a nine nine seven is. Oh yeah, nine seven ideal. Yeah. Way better. Darren Zed says, I'm new to the car world. Please stop saying random numbers and letters. I have to <laughs> Google every car you're talking about. For example, say Mercedes SLS rather than SLS. Bad example, but you know what I mean. That's uh, probably good. Example, we should though. try and do I that, do though. Know. I know. We're Dude, horrible. Because, no, I don't know. Because what I, if someone awful. is like a BMW guy? They don't know... Like I, they don't know arts like thirty four lingo or whatever. I have a different opinion, dude. I think he's doing the right thing. You Google it, then you know, then you're in the loop. Yeah, but but he would like to be able to learn it. Okay, I have a yeah, I have an that's example. Google's for through well, us. S- but the SLS is a terrible example. We're talking I, about suspension. I know. We're not even talking about the car. You didn't know that. 
because you didn't say what it is. You thought you were talking Mercedes SLS. Has do we, do we not? <laughs> I think it's contextual. Okay, well, no. Were we talking about SLS? Self-leveling this is suspension. Oh, we were talking yeah, about that. Yeah, that, okay. like the SLS. But was we don't. Leaking, we don't say well, self-leveling suspension. There he goes. He didn't even know. He thought you were talking so we about need Mercedes. Basically, we need to basically read out the acronyms. Is that in, what we're doing? In some cases, but I will use this example. I have uh, a magazine about auction sports car market, and they refer to cars. You know. 1904 French Renault steam engine, whatever. But they, they'll just gloss over it like motor in good condition, but it doesn't tell me what the engine is or mm. if it's four cylinder, two cylinder. Yeah, what, you, you have know, no idea. I have no clue. I've never seen this car. Trans- go Google I don't know what kind of transmission it has. I don't Google it. I just give up. But, <laughs> but it'd be nice if they said, <laughs> just give up. They say like, you know, straight six yeah. or. So art I would learn something. I was thinking how many times we've done it. Art was referring to an ITR. Oh, right. There you go. So yeah. that's, that's one of the ones like, I didn't R. know what that was until. Yeah. Integra Type R. Yeah. yeah. Integra Type R. Or like, you know, that. And that, that's actually Acura Integra yeah. Type R. Yeah, no, and I just bought, uh, what is it, a, a, a new uh, Acura New Sports Acura Experimental? N- NSX. Yeah. Uh, and also it has dual overhead cam, variable valve timing electronic control. Yeah. Is that VTEC? VTEC. Yeah. Yo. Yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What does yo stand for? It's a uh, you, 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 you only. You only. You only. You ought to know. Um, okay, we'll do better. But I mean, and then it gets down like our M3 uh, RS4 question. Like, what years are we talking about? You know, like e, we were using these E90, E92. Like, what does that mean? Like, yeah. It would be cumbersome to do that every time. I agree. That's true. But I, 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 I do. I, do I think feel we can do it, it a little more. We could. We could. You know what? Uh, I I had some input early on in the podcast. Uh, uh, one of my coworkers listened, and she's has no idea, and you know about any of these cars. And she like, you should have somebody who's like, uh, really like a character that does not know anything about cars, who's going to ask those stupid questions. That would be the and most. You have to explain it every imagine time. Imagine how frustrating that would be. Like a guy on the couch kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's like, "What are you talking about?" Hey, man. <laughs> I don't know what you just said right there. <laughs> Uh, Stephen B. Quayle says, I'm looking at early to mid-1980s Mercedes 300 TD wagons to replace my 2013 Volkswagen TDI wagon. Uh, my goal is to buy the best example I can afford, um, 12 to 18,000 and use it as a daily driver. Does this seem reasonable? Any inherent problems with these wagons? Any years I should avoid? General thoughts on my plans. What? Don't get a diesel... He has a diesel. I know, but the those old Mercedes diesels are gutless. Yeah, so slow, so they're gutless. Yeah, sure. but they can go five hundred thousand miles with regular yep. maintenance. Yeah, I know, but it's so it's not fun. No, so a few things that I know: this... uh, fuel pumps are expensive. Um, some of the uh, isn't it the injection pump? Injection pump um, yeah, goes out. What else? Uh, there's some other really expensive parts i want to say like brake boosters and some of those really heavy duty mechanical parts that last forever when they do fail they're pretty expensive yeah um but overall they're like really robust cars right absolutely absolutely dude this is one that like the art thing makes sense like try it before you buy it like drive one of these things first yeah because it's a very different experience for sure it's a total it's a it's a tank it's It's not like it's not like your volkswagen tdi where it's peppy and you know quick off the line and stuff it's 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 the opposite of that complete they're not even they shouldn't even be considered both cars like one is one is like this tool that yeah is almost like a farm equipment and it's really good at what it does really good 
everything's good about it. I mean, you shut the doors, it feels solid. You hit the turn signals, it's this clunky metal stock. It I mean, gets great stuff. gas mileage. It picks up quick. Well, great by modern standards, not so much. Right? It's like low twenties, mid twenties, like speed. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Quick, it's slow. Oh no, I was talking. I'm sorry, I was talking about the uh, TDI. Oh, TDI oh. doesn't. You don't close the door and feel like a vault, it's dude. Like it's pretty cardboard. good. They're it's pretty good. Pretty well built for a new, for a new car, but not yeah. compared to a, a 80s no, Mercedes no. Benz. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, two sure. different things. Like, yeah, one is this super analog thing, and the other is cheaply built. You know economy car well i don't know i mean that's part of the that's part of the problem is that the tdi wagon is a really good car that like, is part of the solid, for the volkswagen and, and he's sure he's like going from a solid car that can do a lot and get great get great gas mileage carry his stuff whatever it's more of an all-rounder where you, you have you have those hand-built qualities the, Mer- the the mercedes has over the volkswagen mm-hmm. but it's not as much of an all-arounder as far totally. as the performance like handling and acceleration and stuff like that. I would also kind of uh, equate it to buying a Vanagon. Mm-hmm. They're really great, great cars. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're interesting, uh, well built machines for a purpose. For a purpose, yeah. And I don't know if you would want to drive it every day in town and and do it backing it up out of driveways and stuff. It's kind of a pain in the ass. the The Mercedes, I think you could do all that with that car, but it's old. It's an old antique it's a diesel slow diesel. that's when diesels were that's diesel's got a reputation for being slow this will be yeah i wonder if he if diesel is really a requirement because you can get those with gas motors oh and yeah like that one, that one like, art found with the 280 engine yeah yeah and then i found one that was like a project that was the same so setup. Is, is he looking at a w123 or is he looking at a later one the you know like one, the two, 300 three. No, i think one two three because well says, yeah uh, like you know um what's early his? to mid 80s Oh, yeah, like would Brian. be the round headlights. Okay, that or, would be a one, two, three. Like but, Brian, but Brian, yeah, that's has a, a later one. Yeah. He has a wagon. So that's, that's another like thing. Yeah, like if you guys think that this might not be like a good option for him to jump into this. Well, the uh, thing that what he's would be saying, the alternative. The thing well, that gets me is he's saying that he can afford twelve to eighteen thousand dollars. That's a lot of money which for a one, two, three. A perfect one. Yeah, which is what he wants, right? Yeah. Saying well, can you get an E-class diesel for that much? Yeah, you can, like yeah. those they're, like W two tens. Yeah, they're way cheaper, but they're not yeah. as long lasting as this one. That's true. Everything. Okay, there's we way more electrical apart. shit. Here's where we can add more info. Let's just throw this mm. in the mix. So his commute. Uh, so it's for his daily driver, right? He said that. Oh wait, um, did you? Is this the guy you asked questions about? Yeah. Oh, go on then. So uh, his commute wow. late to the game, Brian. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. We're, we weren't talking about details yeah. specifically. I think we're ready to move on. <laughs> um, I warned you guys ahead of time. I don't know. No, we didn't know this was the dude. Didn't jump in. Sometimes it's hard to cut Warren off. He just no, it keeps is talking. Not. Just go. So his commute four miles from Alameda to Oakland. Occasional commute from to Palo Alto is twenty six miles. Long road trips, yes. Camping mainly in Northern California. That's a two to four hour trip. Toys, uh, to consider. Uh, roof rack for road bikes. Also need to carry camping gear. No problem. Uh, his other cars in the fleet, uh, 1953 Studebaker with <laughs> a Mopar 360, 360 wow. crate motor. That's awesome. Not a good commuter with a smiley face there. Uh, wife's car is a 2014 Mini Clubman S. Get another Clubman S. <laughs> it's got, it'll fit that stuff, and it, those are rad, dude. That's a short that's ass commute, though. Worst. Alameda to Oakland, uh, yeah. Four miles. Oh, yeah. So if you if you get a fifteen thousand uh, dollar Mercedes wagon and you put suspension into it and 
It's going to be a cool car. That dude, is but be I would a cool be car. so anti the diesel at that point if he's not driving. Like, dude, he's, he's not just... commuting crazy distances. Like, get a killer, get a rad, like, straight six. Yeah, one. that's what he should do. And and have a little more performance. And who well, cares about I mean, the fuel I, mileage? I don't think the diesel is going to be that. It, with his commute, I don't think the diesel is going to be a huge factor. He's going to be going that's slow. That's what I'm saying. And, he's not making. That well, no, I mean, it's. Well, sure, he's not going to be saving gas yeah. unless he's going on long road trips, maybe. But yeah. uh, he's also not going to feel the performance factor either. I mean, he's sitting in stop and go traffic. Like, dude, you he's feel not, it every time you step on the gas in one of those things, dude. I've actually never driven one, but I've. I, I have only driven heard one. Yeah, horse and horse they are slow. like pathetically slow very Dude. slow and Momentum. on the other hand one with an m110 motor uh the straight the uh 2.8 liter straight six and a five speed is a rad car like yeah. that that could be fun that that's a good choice and i don't you could think probably find one at that price point because he that's, could yeah not, yeah the one that i sent around it was like 14, 14 and it was like immaculate right super, super nice and then slow. that dude bought it from oh, southern california so Mercedes motoring and then it's like instantly going to be worth He's twice as put much 25 or something ridiculous. yeah just to clarify that was a euro that was a euro a very rare car well the, mean, you could you could search for we didn't years. get the dual overhead cams right like that setup we only got the the 280e like standard straight, yeah uh Single is that true? I don't know. In that wagon, the, I think. Um, the other thing is, if you're going to keep this car forever, you might go diesel because of the longevity. Those the gas motors just don't hold up quite as long. They have they go pretty They're long, pretty long dude. But like, and I'm just saying, yeah. If that's, I your, mean, if that's your goal is to make it like a end of the world car, well, the one thing I was going to mention is, I mean, I think either way, like it's just stop and go, just going eight miles, ten miles. Like it doesn't matter either or. That being said, I think when he's fully loaded with a bunch of camping gear and shit, like the torque is going to help just to like move. It's yeah. slow, but he doesn't have to re- fucking rev the car oh. out, and it's not that type of car, right? So yeah. he's just moving along. And like you know, it's just kind of effortlessly going. I mean, slowly. Dude, I have driven things. one of those one two one, whatever that model is, Mercedes Benz with a diesel, a wagon, like what, around town. Was it, was a, it turbo? a turbo though? Yeah, yeah. And and I've driven a non-turbo as well. No, non-turbos but, are dude. They are horrendously slow. Like okay. they're like annoying from stop. It's like I'm talking like. It would be annoying to be in traffic in that and have to like keep That's up a good with point. traffic. That's a super good point. Two other things. They are sooty. The back mm. of the thing gets sooty That's all the true. time, and you can leave a dust cloud just. It's even why it's running America well. hates diesels. <laughs> second, this, you know. second, they're loud as shit. Yeah. And that's something to be said. The regular gas straight six is pretty quiet and it's smooth running. The diesels, you can hear them coming around the block. And the yeah. gas engine sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Or all right. It can, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of answers right there. Yeah. Got your money's worth. Cruising, <laughs> picture this though, cruising around Northern California, you got like ten road bikes on the roof. Why ten? And you got the because the no, the <laughs> you only have Lane is such a hater. Ten roof, ten. God, you guys are terrible. <laughs> Jesus, just give it a second. Okay, you haven't seen the old road biking pictures where it's the pace yeah. car, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they've got like vehicle. the specialized the sticker, vehicle. Jesus, like dude, for Kevin are... Costner when his nose is bleeding. And oh, actually, I never saw that away. movie. No. Yeah, I know you're talking about. That's really good. That's that's rad though. Right, you know, you get the support car with I all do the think stickers cool and their taking photos. Maybe even like a slightly lifted on some like heavy duty Bilsteins at the campground. Yeah, some all good riches. Yeah. Pentas, white letters out. Yep. Two bikes, Brian. On just two for two people. I'm down, yeah. and you can sleep in it. Seats fold down flat. It's just long enough. And I'm look down. Up, look I, up I, Mercedes I just think for my money, like spending that much money, I don't want a little bit. 
I'd go more S-class fun. anyway. Mm. Well, oh, hey, by the way, you guys didn't celebrate the fact that I sent you a BRZO car. <laughs> I didn't want to jinx it. I thought if you said anything, you wouldn't send another. First time ever. I know. I, that one's in my favorites, too. And that was a really nice car, it right? It was a good price, good car. Dude, and, and it was a long wheelbase, S-Class. Yeah. yeah Dude, that that's what this guy should buy. Euro. Like 4500 mm. bucks or 4900 bucks. That's actually a really good point. The man was a wagon, though. It was in California, and it means it must have been barred at some point. Sure. Someone figured it out. That's the W126? Yeah. 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 Mercedes-Benz S-Class. And that thing was beautiful, dark blue with a cream interior. It was quite nice. It could could have cleaned up even nicer. All right. Uh, Tweedleboys (laughs) underscore Fabworks. Thanks for your answer. Lane, are you all right? Thanks for your answer a couple weeks ago. I've narrowed down my search to either a 924. We're talking about Porsches here. 924, 944, 968, or a 928. That isn't really narrowed down so no, much. He as, no, he basically said, I like, I want a transaxle car. I want a front-engine Transaxle Porsche. Porsche. I really love the styling of the 968. They seem few and far between. Parts availability would be of concern. Yep. The 944 is obviously most abundant, but least unique, and mm-hmm. I'm afraid it would be lacking the sense of occasion one might get from why, the... Why would it be any different? 968 or 928. What? The sense of occasion between a 968 and 944. Because it's less common. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to see one. Maybe not the driving yeah. experience. Uh, big considerations are fun to drive, reliability, and sense of occasion. Any thought on which one I should narrow my searches down to? Budget is still 10K or less. So mm. 968's out. 944. Yeah. You have to go to 944. 944. You mm. can go. You can, you can probably. I've seen some good S2s for that, for that money. Mm. Who wants to buy a sub 10 928? You don't. Not many people. Can you find a good Especially one these days? days, dude. No? You could no. like a few pay years more. ago. Yeah, you want to pay like 13 14 yeah. or more, dude. Yeah. yeah they just right. keep climbing, you know? Uh, yeah, you go for, you're going to go for like a 944, 944S or S2 maybe. Well, or, I mean, turbo, 10 grand. Yeah, I think it's kind of difficult. But sense of occasion, definitely a manual 928 is the way to go, right? If he could do that. Yeah, yep. for but sense I mean, of occasion, think, for sure. Well, we know, what's his name? The guy that kind of collects these. And, yeah, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. I mean, like, I think, you know, if we were to connect him with him, like, get him like a mechanically sound one that's a little scruffy that he can restore over time, that would probably be a good way to go. Um, that's that would be my approach. Just yeah. find that though. No, but I mean, this, <laughs> what is that? this is the guy, right? He's the guy that does this. I mean, he he says he's a mechanically sound. Yeah, that's what he does. He basically gets them and kind of gets them up and running, and then sells them. But I mean, he usually throws them on you know on BAT or whatever, commanding. Hopefully, getting to he's found premium, he's but, found them under ten grand. And he sells them for more, so, right? So I mean, they're sure available, but they're you know, out there. you have to be pretty good. He he's kind of found that niche where he knows what he's looking at too, yeah. and coming into it fresh, you don't know what you're looking at. Right. You're probably gonna buy a piece of shit. Yeah. So if you if you have a limited budget like that, yeah. so I, I would go for just an. And he's also board. willing to wrench on his own, and he and he knows the common faults and all that to fix yeah, them and get them exactly. on the back on the road. So nice, nice nine forty four. Like we always say, by the best example of a car you can get and at 10k you're gonna get a really nice one yeah yeah or if you yeah. get lucky and find a decent 928 that's has a couple of quirks then maybe go with that sure all yep. right eric underscore vincent if you guys had to describe each other by what kind of car they'd be oh, what boy. car would you pick for them condition of the car make model etc so this is like a it's continuation like a, of the spirit is, animal it's, like, it's yeah. like almost more focused yeah so brian would be a lowered Nissan hard body. Oh, I was hoping you'd say six four Impala. <laughs> white letter, <laughs> white letters out. Um, Super scruffy. 
It'd be scruffy, but it'd have the period like four Come by on. four graphics. It's a hard body. You're not gonna give me a clean hard body at least. No, and no, you'd have. No. Uh, I go scruffy sports car, but you know. Okay, clean hard body with the uh, well, house this is speakers. Warren's pick, by the way, I have another one. No, for but me. it can't be clean. House speakers. It can't, it can't be clean. Mine in high school was pretty clean. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, it wasn't that old really at the time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it has to be that. Someone style, else, someone else, go. Um. I'll give you your 6'4 Impala, uh, Mexican blanket interior. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Hydros. You're just uh, playing with me, Art. You don't really Dayton's. think that. Hydros. Chrome Dayton's. Um, no, actually, what I'm thinking is is kind of a, a primered white 64 and a half Ford Falcon oh. uh, with um, American Racing mags, uh, Mexican blanket interior with a really high Hurst shifter yes. with the pistol grip. Yeah. Oh, that's so, Brian. That's, I'd rock it. That's where it's at. <laughs> <laughs> Warren's uh, 1923 Delahaye. Oh, yes. <laughs> nice. Sauchik or uh, Fijani Falashi. Fuchi uh, Fuchi, or was it? <laughs> Art's obviously a Civic. Damn it. Civic hatchback yeah. with a cherry air freshener. Yeah. Cherry yeah, air freshener. Yeah, yeah, hanging yeah. off the mirror. Uh, <laughs> interesting. Carbon fiber trim. Lane is a uh, Jeep Grand Wagoneer. No, I was going to say, uh, say a wood siding. 928 with a broken frame. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and just only thing that comes out of the exhaust pipe is hate. Hate. Just hate, hate, hate. It goes like hate, 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 What is that? Got a V8? V8 motor. <laughs> all right. Cars of Nick. Uh, don't we all secretly hate everything? Sure. I don't secretly Amen, hate Amen, brother. I don't Amen. secretly hate <laughs> Lane hates out and open. This is becoming a thing, and I don't know if I like it. Yeah. You <laughs> hate it. Make... You hate it. Why am I a civic guy? You I don't like it. it. Be honest, Lane. You hate it. I dislike it. <laughs> um, Noel Klein asks. And he just goes in and says, says that the guy is. No, no, I skipped that. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, what does Art plan on doing with the NSX? Any suspension mods? Turbo? Yes. Supercharger? <coughs> Tell me more. Exhaust, wheels, tires. I know he doesn't keep cars long. I'm the same way. Just like to have the experience, research, be in the club, then move on. Any HPDE events on his schedule? Hard right, so to let's please. break it down. So uh, suspension definitely is something that's in the works. I'm just trying to figure out like a balance between... You know, I don't want it to be too harsh, so I'm going to have to kind of pony up some dough. So I've been looking at KW uh, Variant 3s uh, because you can go I love those. full control. So you can do this is a coilover suspension for that one guy. Can I talk to Warren? Can I have a little sidebar with Warren right now? Uh, hey, Warren, <laughs> we scraped probably 20 times you on should, the train. You know what you should do, though? What helps with that is put it lower <laughs> <laughs> and stiffer. Yeah. That's going to make it much better. So here's the thing. So um, I want, I definitely want to, I want to lower it. I have to. I got to close that wheel gap got somehow. It. Have to. But uh, I, I think that the most I can go is half an inch. Just so put all terrains on it. Yes. All, no. White letters so, out. Yeah. Um, what about, a way to go is bigger wheels. Uh, little uh, like glue on fender flares. Oh, dude, do like the chrome spats just like over and exactly. d- close the fucking wheel gap. Exactly. I should probably do that. No, just put over fenders. Over fenders, it'll have a, yeah, yeah, less gap. Rivet them on. That'd be cool. Sure. Uh, yeah, we'll rivet them on. Rocket Or bunny? make them out of license plates. Ooh, oh, I've seen that before. It's kind of a good look. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, suspension is in the works. I'm either I'm going to go either with... So one option is Bilstein Sports. He went on the internet. Yeah, I, dude, dude I'm all over the shit out of it. I'm all over it right now. You have no idea. He hasn't uh, so looked at his daughter in four days. Yeah, exactly. What is a daughter? I know, I know. So, well, hey, do you have coilovers? No, beat it. 
is your name Billstein? Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Uh, so Billstein Sports have adjustable perches, so you can do stock springs on the Billstein Sports and lower it by, uh, like 0.7 inches. Yeah. One but option then, lower. That's probably more than you stock want. Stock springs, then you're still like fucking bouncing still all soft. over. Yeah, so that's one option. That's uh, like the worst thing you could do to the car. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like. So, but stiffer damping, so apparently like the, com- the compression is a little bit better. I don't know. So I've been looking at that, but probably not with stock springs. I'll probably do like an H&R Sport or H&R whatever the fuck, like the basic one. I think it's H&R Sports. Um, and they lower you very, very little. And it's a progressive spring, so you do stiffen it up as you compress it. Um, that's one option. I'm also looking at KW Variant 3s and just fucking spending a bunch of dough on it and just say fuck it because I can control the ride height and just say L- let's lower it half an inch and then also you know mess with the damping. So um, you can get air suspension. Make- Air Express. Uh, so I can make it comfortable, and then I can control the ride height. Uh, that is in the works. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go either or. Like, no joke. Hopefully by the next uh, podcast I'll have Is it uh, an option that you leave purchase. it alone? I can't leave it alone. No, it's too soft, and it's and it's too high. So I got to I gotta fix that. Uh, That's what no turbo, said. no supercharger. Exhaust, I'm considering exhaust. Uh, yes, I'm still looking around, see what's out there. Wheels, tires, absolutely. That's, um, your, that's your biggest hurdle is wheels and tires right now. Yeah, so I kind of settled on one wheel for a bit. Dude, can um, I just say that it actually looks pretty good? Looks really good. So sunk yeah, I sent Art a picture, and he's like, "Fuck, they do look good." With the staggered, I know. Even, just I know. Rear. even so, the wheel gap doesn't so, even bug me. It's like period correct. I know. You know? The front tires on that thing are so hard. Yeah, so you get like, new tires on washing oh, yeah. out. Dude. They're yeah. terrible. Yeah, so Pilot we'll, we'll get something. to that, and maybe in our Sunday podcast we can talk about how shitty the front tires okay. are. But okay. uh, so wheels, tires, yes. I'm looking at my buddy Rob has these on his Civic NKR PF1s. Um, I think that is like the spindliest wheel I can go on that car. Who makes Riddle? it? NK. NK. Oh, I like NK. those wheels, but I don't know if I want them on a. I don't like them on an NSX. They really is work. Is they really work. I've always said Enki. I always say Enki too. Yeah, I don't think they work on an I really I think they do. I think I've seen it before. But and it's it's like the only spindly wheel that works for me. They're very lightweight. They're readily available in case one gets bent. You can buy them. They come in the right size. I like those wheels a lot. Right center bore. Um, and they're not very expensive. Yeah, Rob has them on his EP3. Yeah, I can get a full set, brand new on tire That's a Civic, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. EP3. Nice. Uh, 2002. And, dude, the center board is different front and rear yep, for you? The front is 70.1 millimeters, and the rear is like 64.1 or some so shit. stupid. <laughs> yeah, so up. weird. So, but yeah, the NKs, um, you can get them in the right center board, and they're you know they're only about a grand for a brand new set. So I saw so you bad. reached out to Brad at 1552, and he said you'd have to go two-piece, go, which blows uh, it, because that wouldn't look right. Like yeah. look. You I need the monoblock. I did, and so yeah. I did reply, and I, I, I told him that I wanted just, because I I like the flat kind of chunk. No, you wheel. need a monoblock. On yeah, thing. a monoblock for sure. They look so lame with the with not the a fan. deep dish rears and stuff. Yeah, that doesn't too work. busy. Yeah, yeah too so busy. Th- that's why I, I think I'm going to go with these. Um, I actually had the order open right before I left the office, so I'm going to order Whoa. them. Uh, it's going to happen uh, because they tire rack. Sizing, rack? Everything's good. Tire rack. Um, and I also I'm going to get RE71R tires for them. Oh, so you can have the tires here before the weekend. I can have the tires mounted and everything hopefully before the weekend. So I'm going to try to drive to. Or them right now because you're out for Canepa. That's the plan. Cars yeah. and coffee, last one of the last year. Last one. All right, and this so Saturday. keep cars. Blah, blah. So yeah, he probably read and listened to one of the podcasts where I mentioned that I like to jump into the experience research in the club. Uh, HPD events, not something that I have on the schedule, but I definitely plan on tracking the car, and I will be doing both autocross and track uh, right. eventually. Thank you, Art. Yeah, Brian Patrick Muldoon. Opinions on racing seats in street cars, Recaro, etc. 
badass weight savings or douchebag move? Badass everything. Ricardo's Except are awesome. they're not that comfortable. They have no adjustability. Wait, well, that's fixed. Well, I'm race. He says race seats. Mm. Uh, okay, if you can get adjustable, that's great. But if you want full fixed buckets, like I'm an old GTI, man, dude. I want some. Co- I want some like comfy seats with some good support, like like your Ricaros or something. Straight. I was sitting in the like those comfy Ricaros at BBI. Yeah. I like those. Yeah, those are nice. Those are LE Sports. Ricardo yeah, I LE mean, Sports. for a street car, it's pretty yeah. pretty good. How nice were those um, Shield Mans out of that? Those things yeah. are pretty dope. So those Euro. are similar to the yeah. ones that he sat in. So yeah, comfortable. Yeah. Big bolsters, good yeah. good uh, lateral support, yeah. but not uncomfortable at all. The most comfortable sports slash racing seat I've ever sat in, I had these in one of my old Civics, uh, was uh, the Recaro SRD, which is now called the Recaro Speed. Very similar, but it's a little bit more heavily bol- bolstered. I used to say that it felt like sitting in a vagina. Um, just, <laughs> oh, my um, God. Just, just, so um, <laughs> what's this minute mark? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just named the podcast. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> so what's it called? Sitting in a vagina? Yeah. Cozy, comfortable, And then you have to put art. Warm. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put me just, in that. Just, just what you'd think it feels like. It's just it's oh, so good. It sounds so glorious. Good. I saw a free Craigslist so ad for a chair, and it was a j- vagina chair. <laughs> I'm not making that up. That is a real thing. What are you look what what are your search terms for no, something like that? What are you looking <laughs> for? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, right, 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 right. it was Next on, topic. It yeah. was on best of Craigslist. Uh, you guys ever get bored yeah. at work? Yeah. Good, good for five minutes. Dude, I'm conflicted on this. I don't know. Like I definitely so appreciate a good sport uh, like a good race bucket. Your GTI had fixed buckets. Dude, they were the you worst. Had to basically like, suck for the like paint them on you. They were so Well tight. no, I that when I was driving that, like that was like one of the best modifications on that car was having yep. a seat that was, it was really nice crazy bolstered. Rallying. The problem with that is they're like they're like illegal seats that they were made. They're super cheap. Sparkos. Sparkos. Sparkos it's a yeah. tube frame with uh, no hard backing. It was basically just yeah. fabric over the tube frame. Um, you know, it was a cheap seat at the time and like kept me in my place really well but when you want to put like there's no uh sub harness hole so if you want to take it to the track you have to just adapt stock yeah. seat belts to it and you know it's like not legal for racing or anything but um the, the general idea of just like having a deep seat that you sit in was awesome like for, for driving the car like huge upgrade in my opinion i love yeah. it but you get into a weird zone like i mean daily use it was kind of a pain in the ass it was hard um but and then if you really want to go racing like nowadays you buy a full halo seat like right that's just a safe thing to do that's a different story you can't do that on the street for racing i 100 percent i'm down with the most extreme seat you want to go with of course but but one thing about that but i mean like you used to be able to do a dual purpose seat for track days and around Mm -hmm. town but But now safety wise it's not yeah safety wise you kind of want the full halo although people aren't doing that just for hpde but that affected the the drivability with seats like that is they have such high lateral bolsters that it affects where your sh- your elbow goes on shifts. Like yeah, that's I would true. constantly hit the seat hmm. on a downshift or whatever, and just other things. It always got in the way, kind of. Yeah, for me. Yeah, I guess it also really depends what car you're putting these in, right? Like yeah. if you're gonna be throwing this car around in the twisties and going, you know, I have to have bolstering. Like I fucking hate like just flying around. Give you a bench seat. Uh, so yeah, but I mean, if it's like you're just if you're, you're W one twenty three, you know, you're, yeah, you're yeah. gonna fucking rock. The, the yeah. comfort is paramount, right? right? So, uh, but I mean, if I had one choice or the other like i mean my ricardo pole positions were pretty damn comfortable i mean i don't know you rode them in la wayne oh um wayne what the fuck am i saying well, yeah, wayne, wayne. Wayne. <laughs> no they're good i mean but they are full they're like the whole 
you have to get into them and the yeah, seatbelt would it would get stuck because it well you could have extended your seatbelt. I did. I was supposed to have which a you probably one. should have. Yep. Because that was kind of a pain in the ass to mm. to like pull the seatbelt up every time. But uh, there yeah, are, they're, there they're are fine. seats out I there mean, that are comfortable, but you know, it's just uh, they they're definitely a compromise. I'll say I love the Recaros in my Mark II GTI. The stock cloth gray Recaros. Yeah. Huge bolsters, but they were cloth and really soft. Recaro know? trophies. Is that what they were? Those are good. Man, great. Maybe the one yeah. of the best stock seats. No, that's great. awesome. If you have a an option like that, that yeah. the stock seat is just really good. And, like, looks rad, too. Yeah. But I had, in the E36 M3, I had the Vaders, which I always loved that seat before I had one. And then... Like, in my experience, they're terrible seats. Like, they don't... The bolsters aren't, like, uh, straight up enough. They kind of, like, scoop you out. I've yeah. talked about it on the podcast right. before. But, I like, think, I yeah. was, like, kind of... I, w- I was right on the verge of wanting to get some sport... Uh, or some uh, race buckets for it. But um, I, I just liked how the stock Vaders looked. Yeah. Um, and so if you can have a stock seat that does actually give bolstering, like, that's... I think that's the best because, right. you know, they, they build the factory, builds it in with the, the adjustability and the, the sliders and everything. And, it, you know, when you start recreating that with the aftermarket stuff, like it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of hokey. And so it's kind of like Recaro or go home. Yeah, yeah it kind of is. is. Yeah, there's you some know? options out there, but yeah, everything else like Race Tech or OMP, Corbo, or they're going to no, be like, no, fixed, Corbo. But, they're terrible. But yeah. the, um, the, one of the best seats out there for him, if he's interested, um, are the Recaro, uh, Sportsters. I don't know if you, or I think it's a CS Sportster. Yeah. And it basically looks like a beefier version of like an E30 or E34 M5 uh, seat, kind of similar to the Recaro Trophy also, but it's got slightly taller, like lateral bolstering on the, on the legs. And they're super comfortable. They're reclinable. You can can get them heated so it's like the best of both worlds but they're not but, cheap right? but they're not cheap yeah isn't that kind of like the one i was looking at so there? the ones yeah those are le sports so oh, they have, yeah. they're very similar except that they don't have like really high um oh, okay. leg bolstering so to get into they're easier you yeah, just kind of yeah, get yeah. in and you got the yeah. side bolsters but yeah like the e36 m3 seats yeah i noticed like i'm convinced that they're angled like that so you can slide in easily i'm like sure a, it's yeah. egress and ingress yeah, yeah but it just... sucks for like actually holding in place dude and i think there might be a difference between european market and american market probably mm. I don't know. I, think they can go sure. I could be making that up, but I may have read about that somewhere. But I know for the uh, the lightweight M3s, they didn't use the Vaders. They used like the, the like the sedan ones, like the luxury, yeah, luxury, yeah. The luxury ones. Yeah, those. But they're basically, from my understanding, they is that they're better. the same. It's just that the headrest was different. No, it's they're that, totally different construction. Hmm. Dylan Seals says, "Wait, that's not an NSX." He's referring to the picture you posted because for about a week you've only posted the NSX. What? Every day, Wait, who's all you? day long. No, we didn't just post an <laughs> Yeah, no, Lo- pretty much. Loves to French fries says, I have $3,000 and I'm a college student. I want something I can autocross and rally cross when given the chance, but it has the space to carry my tools. I'm a mechanic when not in school. Also, I live in an apartment, so large repairs aren't something I can easily do. What should I look for? E30 325i. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. That's not a lot of money for a 325i. I know. You'd get one. He's a mechanic. One. Get a high mileage I've, one. I find them a lot. Really? They're not great, but they're out yeah. there. You know, maybe a little bit of a uh, little body damage, whatnot. But rear rear drive, manual transmission, and they rally across well. And they they actually use those at what is it O'Neill Rally School for mm-hmm. GTI. Yeah. You could also get like a Golf GTI. Yeah, GTI, GTI. Or saying Miata, a, but I don't you know get a Miata. Yeah, Miata. Rally cross. What about this? That would First work. gen Ford Focus. 
Oh, a cereal oh, yeah, no. Kind of a random one, but they they were yeah. sick back in the day. Whoa, an ST for three grand? Can you get those? No. What? No. Not an SVT. Or no. an SVT, rather? No, SVT. No, no, just no, like, you know, yeah, you're not getting a with a little Ecotech. Dude, no. yeah. If he's no. down with four-wheel drive, a, a little... I haven't even seen those for sale. I, I feel yeah, like those are gone last. from the earth. They're tattered. Yeah, yeah but if um, he's down with four-wheel drive, an, an, an EF or EG, like that generation, like 80, 88 through 95? But are people rally-crossing that? Hell yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah those are really hard. Okay. <laughs> really hard, bro. <laughs> really hard. I mean, the one thing with the E30 is that oil pan that's not great but dude if you red 46 some part of a dog stainless what? yeah dog that's how you get that's how you people throw roll. ix springs on them, roof, roof. Across them. So just throw the ix springs get some ground clearance i think that's a good place to go yeah it's going to take all your 3000 though to get a good one yep but and gonna, hopefully a little more if you can spare it. Yeah, yeah super easy to work it. on too. Like I mean, he can do anything in his driveway. Really, parts are, parts plenty are of around. space to work. Yeah, on. you can go to a junkyard and get parts. Yep. Well, and what about this though? What this idea of a dual purpose rallycross autocross car is kind of suspect, actually, when you think about it. Kind of suspect. Mm, yeah, because oh, yeah, yeah. it's not going to perform both. really well. Yeah, yeah. Get coilovers and something to think about. Kinda... Be shitty at both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, Kieran Berndt. Uh, what air-cooled Porsche would be a good buy for around twenty thousand U.S. dollars? The only thing you can buy is a nine fourteen. Okay, moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really though. Yeah, a good one, right? That's what he's saying. A yeah, good, good, good buy. buy for around you're going to the shittiest nine eleven SC or mid-year, and it's going to be a nightmare for you if you're, you know. Unless you have the money. Yeah, or you're going to buy a, a super project that's going to require tons of cash. Yep. And it's going to blow any 20000 out of the water. Yeah. So buy the best 914 you can find for twenty. So, yeah. Lane, question for you. I mean, it's part of his question. You know, he's looking for something that's somewhat reliable. How reliable are 914s? I mean, super, yeah, they're good. Yeah, just basically. Dude, they're a Volkswagen bug, yeah. basically. A 20 grand 914 especially. Like, that yeah. one's all, all the way through. But, I mean, it's through. a very simple car. Yeah. So, you, like, an E30 is a simple car. It's like take that simplicity and multiply it by like five, right? It's yeah. it's so basic, dude. Yeah. It's just like there's little things, and you know, it's a Volkswagen air cooled engine. It's just it's really simple. Freezing Coffee says, "Welcome back to the Honda Fold Art Seas." When can we expect a car garage photo shoot with JDM tight angles? I don't know what that means. And what type of Volk wheels are you going to get on the NSX? I did. I did look at some Volk wheels, uh, but I'm not going to yeah, go. Yeah, you Volks. did. Why, why did you choose not to? Those are pretty good wheels. Yeah, Volks are cool. It's just kind of like the default. Like everyone goes with T37s on these cars, yeah. and I'm trying to kind of do something a little different. Although yeah. RPF ones. Oh are yeah, those are so rare. Common. I've never even seen those. Yeah. Well, shit. But how many NSXs in person have you seen with RPF ones? I don't know. I see I've a seen lot pictures with online. like really ugly wheels. Yep. That go to cars and coffee. Very but, bad ones. Yeah. yeah. And T37s. And they're like 18. So what is, t- what is JDM? T- Tight angles mean. Yeah. Just you know, have you seen like those like <laughs> kids taking pictures of their car practically upside down, like fucking Oh Brian you know, photos. Exaggerating bullshit. No, when you get I, really lo- like Brian gets likes to get on yeah. the ground. You know, I'll I'll get on the ground I've, get, I've actually like kind of trolled him on it on his feet as uh, Alex from Sharkworks. Oh yeah. He like and I'm like, Oh my god, it has so much grip it can fucking stick to the wall. You know, like he took uh, a, it's like, oh, a he picture. Does, like <laughs> Dutch angles. Jesus. Dutch angles? This is that's photography where, term? Yeah, that's where you tilt it. There is uh, 
there are some rad older ones like the Volk GTPs. You guys can Google these. Those look pretty sick. I'm not going to Google it. Um, oh Google and shit. I think those look good as far as <laughs> listeners, bro. Um, Can't tell me what to I Google. I think those yeah. look good on, on NSXs, but again, I think it's just kind of like the default. Um, ideally, if, if I can find some just fucking... Just get second gen ones and call it a day. Dude, I like first gen dude, more than second gen. They're not available. They're I can't find bigger. them anywhere. Don't do I, I can't find them anywhere. But don't do I, that, that because then why... I don't know. It's like you have this cool wheel out of the, off the early one. Ah, hey, but, just paint your powder coat your wheels white. Oh, that's get not some bad. Killer rubber. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't or know the other that. option would be to just space them out, lower the oh, car. Nah, 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 <laughs> just space them out. NASCAR tires. That's what I'm saying. Space yeah. them out. Black wheels powder and NASCAR tires. So what are those? Get some rubber. Yeah, you're all good. Arrows, bassinets, or some shit. Bassinets. Your vagina. All right. Arrow. Porsche hobbyist asks. Are you guys going to do your cars and coffee again now that Canepa is ending? That's right, folks. It's not Last cold enough. Canepa is this Saturday, and Driving Well Awesome is definitely doing it. Yeah. <laughs> cars and coffee. Cars um, and cold. Yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah. We're going to do it. Same spot. Same place. Are we? Which spot? Yeah. Uh, the, the grocery store? Uh, what's this shopping plot? Dude, they were, hassle, they were hassling us. Let's, Let's, do coffee. Time. Let's do Coffeeville. Coffee dude, Bill. I think we should. Oh, dude, Coffeeville that. I was Coffee thinking about it. We're good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> 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 I'll be on 9-9. Oh, my God. Lane's not going to be there, so. <laughs> what time? The Chinese place doesn't open until, like, what, 11? Chinese said 9 11. My car. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, let's bring this back. I'll fucking bring some fortune cookies. Whatever, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. We're sorry to our listeners. But, uh. Uh, Coffeeville, <laughs> second Saturday of every month. Of, yeah, starting next month. For the rest of your life. <laughs> How's that? Except for when Canep is happening. <laughs> Hushy Pushy says, what kind of person would deny that the fact that the NSX is and always has been a legitimate supercar? I will legitimate. argue that. Every, I will argue that to my grave. <laughs> for one, I think when you call the NSX a supercar, it really, it's like putting the... NSX on a pedestal that it it, it just like can't be it. there. It it's a, it's you're giving you're basically wanting the NSX to fail by putting it on this pedestal, yeah. calling it a supercar. It's kind of like calling your girlfriend a supermodel. Yeah, and everyone's like, really? Though? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're wrong. <laughs> well, she modeled once for like Sears or something, know, right? At a at a it's like, fucking at her high school. Supermodel though. Are you so, sure? so let's get into this. So yeah. what was a supercar in 1990? Um, any Ferrari, a 959. Yeah, Ferrari F40. Uh, Lamborghini Countach or Diablo, Diablo I guess. Uh, Chazetta uh, Marauder. What else? Not, yeah, it's about EB110. It. A Vector. EB, yeah, exactly. XJ220. There you go. Those are super good. 959. And what are attributes about those cars that the NSX doesn't have? Uh, crazy power. Expensive and impractical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Really, ex- like, really high dollar. Mm-hmm. Super small build. Back. Scissor doors. Yeah. So if they would have overpriced the NSX. Well, and it had a 200 turbo. more horsepower. Twin turbo. Twin turbo. So it's, I think yeah, that's the thing. Is it's Dude, with, it's... With, okay, here here you go. Are you arguing it? No, I'm, I'm actually if, I'm being playing if, devil's advocate. So a 993, is a 993 a supercar? No. Is a 993 turbo a supercar? Close. It's not. A turbo S a turbo is, is not a supercar. Turbo S is getting there, I think. It's still not a supercar. And, and those are... A 993 is a contemporary of the NSX. Same exact performance, basically. But the NSX came out in 1990, so it was competing against the 964 initially. So it's like a way better okay. car. Okay, so a 964 turbo. Dude, how about this one? 997 GT3 RS. And, and, and even and that's you know, not a supercar, right? Is it? No. Yeah. 
I don't think that a, is. And nine, but this is, but that's today. So I know. We're I'm just trying to like see what the difference. So is. a nine six four was what two sixty four horse, about yep. the same as your NSX. Right. It's not a supercar. Yours competed more against that than it didn't compete against the turbo. And the turbo wasn't a supercar. Yeah, it's no, I like, mean, I, I'm, I'm not. Just, I don't understand why it's a, it's an Acura Legend engine, engine with some titanium uh, valves or something, or what does it have? Rod, titanium yeah, rods. Rod. Yep. It's like, and it it is mid engine, but so is an MR2, and it has aluminum construction going for it. <laughs> yep. So all first all aluminum monocoque construct car or yeah. mass produced car. Um, also first. Production vehicle with you just said it rods. mass produced car too. Yeah. I mean, right. So is that is that it? I think I, right there. I think myself. almost I mean, right there it says. Yeah. Well, I think power has a lot to do with it too. Mm-hmm. Just the fact that it's two seventy horse and its competition, none of its competition would be considered supercars either. Mm-hmm. So it's just not a supercar. Yeah, it was originally targeting the three forty eight, which it superseded, right? So that was yeah. like a thing. No, and I'm I'm actually like I'm still trying to figure this out myself. And I mean, and this is even a conversation. A three forty eight was three hundred horse. A three fifty five went up to like three eighty horsepower or something like that. I mean, it was a it right. Was and so, but if you look at all the performance, though, like is I mean, wasn't it was on par with a nine nine three? What was or with a no, nine six four? No, I'm just thinking like in 1990, like you put up against okay, nine six four. So, so F40 was definitely faster, of course, uh, as, as was. Um, I'm just trying to think. It was F2 is one car well, in particular. T- tell me this: Why is it not a sports car? It is a sports. It car. It is a sports car. Yeah, it yes. is the classic definition of a sports car. Yeah. yeah. Why put it into anything else? It's a sports mm-hmm. car with like an asterisk of being pretty ahead of its time. So yeah, yeah it's special. a really cool sports. It's car. aluminum. It's got a. And it's got the shape. It's got it's the got exotic the shape. shape. Let me, it's let me, the looks. I can, I can read, uh, I don't know, you know, it's Wikipedia. This is what Wikipedia says, the definition of a, uh, supercar. Sweet. A high performance sports car or grand tour. The term is used in marketing by automakers for unusual high end vehicles and has been used to refer to at least four different sorts of cars. One, limited production specials from an elite automaker. Two, standard looking cars modified for power and performance. I don't know about that. Hmm. Three, models that appeal to enthusiasts from smaller manufacturers. Four, one-of-a-kind showcase project vehicles built by custom car retrofitters, usually extensively modified collectible muscle cars or Grand Tours updated to the latest streetable racing technology. Grand Grand Dude, this this is a terrible definition. It's an awful definition. Oh, God, this is so bad. But, by the way, the Acura doesn't fit in any of those. It doesn't also, Uh, yeah. But it's still, that's an awful definition. So let me ask you this. A NA Supra of the era... Faster than an NSX. That's or a turbo one is. That's no, a, a turbo that's super. no, that's no supercar because your car's NA, right? It's, no, well, I mean, but the NSX performance is like up to par with a with a turbo super. Okay, so turbo super, yeah. mm, not really, would, but it's we, slower. Turbo super, you wouldn't mm. call a supercar. It's right? slower. No. The four point five was what all oh, the magazines what it was? were, yeah. and it was three hundred horse. Yours is less. It's like. They're so, heavy, so though, we're talking about, so that's what pounds. So that's what I'm getting at. So it's yeah. actually the sheer performance. It's forget about the packaging. Forget about it's branding. Like the, it's 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 power. It's quantity built. It's quantity. quantity built is a good one. That's a big and, good one. And it's um kind of like uh, a lot of it's. I think a Porsche 911 never fits into it because of quantity built mm-hmm. and because it's not. You know, the old ones were handmade. You could say like maybe a 930 when they first came out. That was a supercar because. What was faster and more elite and rarer than that car? Yeah, and it was low production. At the yeah, time. it was like about 300 a, were built, like seven Porsche 911. Yeah, turbo 930 in like the late 70s. Yeah. Oh, oh, the right Porsche 911 turbo you. is a 930. Yeah, um, sorry. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is good. This is good. I'm glad we're kind of drilling down because, I mean, ultimately, yeah, like I'm trying to figure out what is the definition and how we define it. Yeah, right? I mean, it, it. I think the one thing that was good about that Wikipedia definition is it's a marketing term. It, it mm. definitely is that. Like, yeah. but I sport, do think... Sports car is... is Actually, this is actually a pretty good definition. I'll, I'll, I'm going to read it quick. A sports car is a small, usually two-seater, two-door automobile designed for spirited performance and nimble handling. According to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, the first known use of the term was in 1928. Sports cars may be spartan or luxurious, but high maneuverability and minimum weight are requisite. They may they may be equipped for racing, especially an aerodynamically shaped one-passenger or two-passenger vehicle having a low center of gravity and steering and suspension designed for precise control at high speeds. I agree with that. Yeah. And that so that's like talking about like the fundamentals of what makes a sports car. The elements. And then if you consider like jumping to supercar, that's where it clearly gets into like this marketing speak where it you know, like really it's a sports car at heart with some weird twist to make you feel special about well, yourself. Small batch, low quality yeah. low quantity, like yeah. really crazy styling. Unique. It's something like big crazy figures like it. high top speed and stuff. And that's like weird the things unbelievable that power where like you'd be you know, all the other cars you know, like today, a supercar is like a 918 or a McLaren P1 kind of thing. Yeah. You're like, most cars have 300 horsepower. Yeah, and it seems and that like, thing has a thousand or 800. Right. You and know? I think these days, any supercar is a car that exceeds 200 miles an hour. Uh, by, by default, it's a requisite, isn't I it? Yes. Yeah. 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 They but, have to. You're but I'm a, I'm, I don't know. It's interesting to, to, to I'm it's just thinking any about car that like exceeds 200 miles. No, no, no. Any, no, 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 any supercar must. The, it's like a requisite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like going back to the NSX though, like I'm thinking like if you put it up against a Lamborghini, a contemporary Lamborghini Diablo around like a certain, like a road course, I feel like the NSX is a much better, faster car. That's not, sure, that's, that's not, not what it's about. Right. Yeah, it's like, not about that. It's, a, it's a about is same a with a 993 totally. or whatever. I mean, right, right. 993 Turbo is faster than yeah, yeah, anything yeah, yeah. from that year, but yep. it's not a supercar. A 993 Turbo has never been a totally. supercar. And I'm just putting out all these points. It's too so good. Have these, it's yeah, almost like it's too good to it, be a supercar. It almost needs more flaws. Yeah. You, the, the NSX is too balanced, and it's too – I think you're – like my original thing was I think you're kind of – you're almost like – putting the NSX in a bad spot where it's guaranteed to lose if you call it a supercar. But you know what I'm saying? In what way? In well, the there's like that, money, you know, no like, That's not a supercar. It only has 270 horsepower. It's a, it's it's, it's a, bad, yeah, it's a it's, bad supercar. The shoes are too big to fill. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, here's, yeah, here's how you judge supercars. Like, these top speed and crazy numbers. It The NSX makes a bad supercar because it doesn't, like, hit... On any of those targets, it's not like over the top. It's on not any flamboyant enough. Yeah. When you start it up, what does it sound like when it starts yeah. up? It, it purrs yeah. like a fucking yeah. normal car. I think over the top is a, a key like, yeah. like requis yeah. a requisite for a supercar. And also, Everything is over the top. How about, how about incredibly temperamental? Yeah, you almost need your car to have like. Although these days you could say that no, no, doesn't no, happen. No, but I'm be. saying in 1990, in 1990 it had to be temperamental. It, like, it had to be it, hot inside yeah. and have shitty visibility <laughs> because and, it's like low batch. Like yeah. you know, they're not. You and know, it was all not putting enough all, engineering into it to really. And it was like you trying to get the most power and the craziest, but sacrificing everything else. Maybe exactly that is a refinement really good point too. Yeah. Whereas this car was trying to do the opposite. It was trying to be. It was trying to. I mean, they say they were going after Ferrari. They were really trying to beat Porsche, real or trying to be Porsche, kind of being that all-around sports car. 
Yeah. I think, but they were in a mid-engine package. And also with the looks, right? So it yeah, looks yeah. low slung. It's got the, you know, those proportions. Sure. Um, it, but let me, uh, but they tamed it down a lot compared to like a Ferrari. For sure. But back to, I mean, I think, I mean, early, I mean, we've been saying a lot, but I, I don't know if we're into this, but I think at the time, any Ferrari, I wouldn't say like a 308 was a supercar, right? I don't think a 348 was a supercar. The F40 was a supercar. Yeah. Or is still, right? Yeah. I, mean, but, I guess um, so. But I mean, I'm just thinking, yeah, like, this is awesome. No, I'm glad we, we broke it down. I know. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say a 348 was a supercar. I mean, no. Testarossa was. No, but 348s weren't around in 1990, were they? But yeah. Testarossas were, right? They yeah. were, that was Testarossas probably a supercar. Yeah, that's kind of a weird a one. Tour. That's more the Grand Touring supercar. Yeah. It's such a rad car. But the but performance is very similar to an NSX. But it's it? the same thing, right? It's like has crazy side strakes and stuff, and it's really temperamental, 12 cylinder engine, like, yeah, it, it's it has those it's attributes. It. Yeah. It, it has to be over the top. That's yeah, key. yeah over, over the, the top. top. Dude, Hushy Pushy really knows how to push our buttons. No, this is that was like only the first question. In the whole... <laughs> yeah, what, he what like buttons? comments on everything. Oh, it is a supercar. Always Tokyo rules or something. Tokyo, Honda rules. <laughs> Tokyo rules. <laughs> it does rule, by the way. It does. I love Tokyo. KZ one thousand S one Art. You were talking about how good the NSX shifter is. How does it compare to a Miata shifter? Mm. Love the car. So a Miata shifter has a shorter throw, and it's very notchy. And the NSX is a little bit longer throw. It's more similar to an S2000, but a little notchier than S2000. So just, I guess, in between a Miata and an S2000 and notchiness. And it's and those, a little bit, it's like a little heavier than a Miata. It's a, mm, Which, in a good way, in my opinion. I don't know. It just feels more effortless. It's like more like that bolt action feel where the Miata is like you have to be more deliberate. Like that's it doesn't feel like because you have the weight of the shift knob behind you. Yeah, dude. ZHP. Um, I don't know. It just feels it feels smoother. It feels like more like S two thousand ish. Whereas the Miata is like you have to re- like it's really notchy. You have to put it into each gear. Like I mean, it, you know what I'm saying? Like it's just more notchy. Not really, like. actually. Nachi, anyone driven a Miata before? Yes, I I have. Warren's just saying that so we can move on. (laughs) No, I have, and I agree. Yeah, but I haven't driven your car, so that's that's the gap. I know. You should. I'm going to sell tomorrow, dude. Blitz Koenig says, uh, what do you guys do to lift yourselves back up when your car's got you beat? Those moments where you just don't think you can deal with the old car life anymore and want to sell up. Pretty much sell your car and (laughs) (laughs) move up. Yeah. No, but you don't do it. Sometimes. Who doesn't? Like Lane doesn't. He could have sold his car after his fucking deer deer incident. And head gasket. I've done it. I didn't have a I didn't have an old car for like two years. Yeah, that's true. And then I got back into it. Yeah. So what'd you do? I just got back into it. (laughs) Just got you don't get to answer anymore. (laughs) I sold it. (laughs) I mean you just got yeah. You just gotta like fix the shit. Well a lot of us Mm -hmm. have like an old car and a new car too. So it's not true. These aren't like our daily drivers that we depend on. Right. Although that's the answer. Warren kind of does, but he works three blocks from his house, yeah. you know, and he works at a fucking shop. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah. breaks down on the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's easy, um, easy to live with. But yeah, no, I think, you know, that would be my answer too, dude. I mean, if you're, if you're feeling like, fuck this, I just don't want to do this anymore. Move on and you'll come back to it. The, yeah. The but problem occurs really. when you have to like depend on that shit. Like it's you need the two car exactly. solution, so it mm. you know you can just let it. Ask me, you can let it sit forever, <laughs> yeah, because you have another car that you can drive, and yeah, then it just hangs over you like a big cloud. Yeah. Wait, Blitz Koenig, yeah. he's got the, the really I mean, rad. Uh, my nine forty four has just been sitting, yeah, for like three weeks. And that's or okay. A month. But Blitz Koenig's got that really sweet uh, G body, right? Yeah, but maybe mm. he's getting him down. Is that what he's talking? Well, about? he's into a huge project, right? 
Wait, Wait what is, is this? He? A, no, is he, he the one that? Have a G oh, oh yeah, he is. He's that got like one. the Carrera, dude. Like, mid-year looking car. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I think you should go to counseling because that car is awesome. Yeah, he can't get rid of this thing. <laughs> something else is going on He's here. Saying because that you know something maybe doesn't go quite right, or it's not quite as comfortable. The AC is not as cold. Whatever. That can't be right? his daily. Or, or it could be that one moment where you're like changing the timing belt and you're just fucking over it because you dropped a screw down the fucking thing, and it's just like you're just. You or just the have to, yeah. carbs are out of tune for like the third week in a row, and you're like, fuck exactly. this. Or it's having trouble starting after being hot and you're yeah. like and you can't figure it. out what's going on yeah, it's like if i just had a newer car name your modern sports car yeah dude this wouldn't be a problem let me throw out three things one you could do the art solution where you're just changing cars all the time so you're always enthusiastic about your car you're not getting bored with it just a whore two uh just get more sleep just get more sleep you're less likely to be grumpy Little things like dropping a little wrench in the thing is that's a good point. Lane up. doesn't sleep very much. That was <laughs> <Yeah. grumpy. laughs> um, or three, just pay somebody to take care of the small shit for you. Like that's, that's key. one other I option. That, I mean, is, if you can pull that off, just because that way I've never I been mean, able to do that. But I, I no, yeah. like that idea and concept. That's doable. Yeah, like if you're just you're just over it for a bit, just let someone else tinker and then just. I haven't been working. I work on little things in my car yeah. lately, Dude. but like I don't do a lot of the big stuff, and it's very nice. But that's so also awesome. a time thing. Because it would just yeah. be a time sink, and you have a family. That's and true. You have yeah. a long commute, and yeah, like finding a solid mechanic that you trust is like probably everything. Like for longevity in the hobby, you know, just like yeah, pass um, it off to somebody. That's a good question, Blitz Chronic. Thank you, Ross eight one five. Does Art have a specific wheel tire combo picked oh, up? Shut up. Okay, Ross, listen to the podcast, and you will hear it all. Um, my femur hurts. I'm just here to answer all the questions. Thank you. <laughs> Rain driver. Um, he's saying Miata, Miata, Miata for the rally cross, autocross car. Oh. Um, yeah, we didn't even mention that. We did mention Miata. Miata? Yeah. Did yeah. we? Yeah. yeah. Um, Miata's a good choice. I mean, they're dirt cheap. Uh, let's see. If you can fit in one. Slip Angle says, no question, but I was... Love Fab's crew for 2012 Pikes Peak effort, and we've been buddies for 15 years. NSXs are truly amazing. Great choice, Art. Austin says it's nice. Oh, he's hard. One of my favorite students ever on track was in a bolt-on parts NSX, uh, 91 NSX. Also had a student with a second-gen NSX same weekend. I fell in love with him that weekend at VIR. Is that Love is, Fab like a big race team for NSXs or something? Uh, I never heard he's of the guy who built like some crazy ass Turbos like. Or something? Um, no, if you look at the, if you look him up, um, Cody, the dude's name, um, he uh, he built like this insane fucking Pike Speak NSX that looked like the Scudo kind of, um, all just hand hand built, and now he built like this crazy tubular chassis or two frame machine that he's going to attack Pike Speak with. Was it a super car? Uh, I think it was Beyonce, but this thing's mega. Definitely super. Hyper, mega. bro. Hyper. Oh, yeah. Hypercar is the new thing, right? That's, oh, right. That's, that's, that's Beyonce. But, but supercars still exist, and then there's Hyper on top of yes. it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. An R8 would be a supercar. Yeah. And a, a Ferrari, Ferrari 612. Skag. Skag is a supercar. Supercar still. Dude, is an R8 a supercar? 612. Yes. Who's making a 612? Sorry, not a 612. Like Sorry, the F12. F12. <laughs> says F12. it's so unsure. Vagina rear. <laughs> I just like saying... Overy rear. Uh, yeah. Dude, 599 GTO, is that a that's supercar, right? That's that's it doesn't right. exist anymore. But, but those yeah. are yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, like, I actually do really like those. Side note is the uh, Audi R8, the new NSX. 
Mm. Yeah, it is. Okay. I, so. I kind of like it. Dude, our buddy, friggin', uh, what's his name? <laughs> you don't even know oh, Tammy's name. Yeah, Tim Tim, he's, yeah, he's cruising up a uh, full yeah, road trip the entire Dude, Pacific the coast. R8 in an R8. R8 is an NSX. Yeah. And it's not a supercar either. <laughs> Moving on. I agree. I thought you just said, that's I what I said, but I thought. R8 V10 Plus, maybe a supercar, but kind of actually I think it's competing pr- with like. Dude, no, I'm going, I'm going R8, any of the R8 as a supercar. Uh, I'm, I'm no saying way, no. Dude. So why is R8 a, a supercar and not the NSX? I think it's just limited. Uh, limited. Are they? Are, are they not limited? probably the same. Oh, they're limited. They don't sell shit. Yeah, they, <laughs> because they, they don't, don't make sell. Yeah. They're very rare. It's just the Robert Downey effect them. on you. <laughs> no, that never crossed my mind. <laughs> um, but. But if produ- let's say production numbers are the same. Is it still supercar? Yeah, and that's the thing. I have a hard time calling that a supercar. Maybe the V10, but not the V8. It's so much more. The GT more. It's it's super supercar? Yeah. It's too it? practical. I don't know. I've, I've got to ride it. It's on. beautiful. I think that's that's a great is that your car. Epitome? Uh, are you, is that your peak uh, potential car ownership, Brian? Maybe. Peak Brian. I don't know. I might peak, peak Brian. Are we I at might, peak Brian? I, I think peak that's Brian. too high, dude. I think I might. No, you should just buy one. Glenn got his for like 60 or something. I just, might. Yeah, just buy yeah, one. Yeah, just buy dude. one. No problem. I might peak at Viper. Peak at Viper? Viper? <laughs> I really hope you get one. GTS Coupe. That is Brian. That's dude, Brian's car. No. A ratty Viper, dude. That is no. Brian as a car. It could be Warren. I don't think Don't deny like it. Big old ball shifter. <laughs> big old late ball shifter. I have one piece of plastic. The, the, the only problem, I, I, would be, I would also be backing that, but it's just no visibility. Like, I have to have good visibility, like They're in this NSX. Great. And it's like the worst. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I've driven But an Audi R8 is probably pretty good. Yeah, they're pretty decent. Yeah, low. Driven one. It's no low. NSX, probably. And it's no, no Porsche 911 or 996. So. Um, Bad Rabbit Habit says, I'm thinking about doing a rally-inspired 2002 build. Nice. Would it be lame to have a gumball on the side if there is no racing history for the uh, car? Meatball? Only if it's too small. Talking Everyone's meatball. putting these small. The small ones are lame. You gotta, it's got to be like a full door, if yeah. not even more than a door, and you're cut off on the bottom. It needs to be the cutoff. Kind yeah. Of. yeah. What does it do for you, though? Why? It just kind of looks cool. Does it, though? Dude. Well, I wouldn't do it to a car. There's, I, I, there's a way to do it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it looks cool. I would never do it. Well, I wouldn't, dude. I'm not going to do it on my but car. But if you thought like, it looks cool, then you'd do it. No. Well, I still think it kind of looks cool. Lane would, loves white wheels on 944s, but he won't yeah, do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. If there's, a, if there's no racing history for the car, I think he must mean ever, like, in the... Uh, history of that, no, not no, that his, particular car. His car. 2002's Dude, raced all kinds. Raced for days. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, no, I mean, I think as long as the model has been raced, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you don't put it on a Honda. People are doing Accord. that a lot, like, uh, Magnus Walker's new, yeah, I think GT3, it, that's my thing. It's and he has a like, meatball on the side. It's kind of like, played out. With dude. no number in it? Well, yeah, no, no, that's my that's, thing. I think it does have to, it, there's a period, <laughs> period element to it as well. Like, I mean, they weren't really doing that in the age of building 996s. Like, the, big meatballs from back in the day like the whole circle thing like now it's square mm. number plates and everything well, 996 could, you still put a circle you can i know but it was like you know you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. like there now is, it's like 3d like magnet numbers and shit dude i think you should go a little ahead of the game and do the nascar numbers with the italics and the <laughs> like digital like drop shadow neon, and the how is that neon. how is that ahead of the game <laughs> how is that? everybody's doing the meatballs these days Jump to the NASCAR before it's cool. Jump back to be forward. <laughs> In your BMW 2002 yeah, exactly. coffee NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a fan, dude. I think it's just like I think so It ruins the, the vibe of the it car. Just, it's like yeah. a, a distraction. I think you it has to be a former race car 
with like you know with a or history you, or you go like Spike Ferris since nine eleven. It has a meatball oh, right. and a number because that's yeah. what it raced as. Or you go all in and you go like uh, photographic and <laughs> that Alpina inspired 2002 and it's got the meatball and you go straight and, up like and, tribute car you, tribute yeah car. i mean yeah, yeah like you kind of have to go that full rally mode yeah you have to go full retard he's saying yeah. he's <laughs> saying he's going 2002 rally cars yeah so, i mean that's yeah. so yeah. might as well do it then. i don't think you can just go meatball though that's my take yeah. like on the hood and the doors just a white circle on your nice car what the fuck is that i think you can yeah. I'm gonna put like a little two inch one on my door. I want a big meatball and then like Brian. I want numbers. I want like, <laughs> with a little number in it. A little two inch. That's why I want bummed. two inch numbers on a giant meatball. And <laughs> yeah. braille. Why don't you just meatball like the front quarter, like the whole thing, like hood, yeah. eight yeah. pillar, part of the roof. That, that would kind of cool. That yeah. would actually. It's oh, kinda, you should like, do like a SEMA build. You should do like a Jap the Jap the Dude, sun, Oh, the, the Imperial flag. Sun yeah, yeah. on a 2002 on oh, your car. Blame warns. I don't even know what to do. All right, next question. That's it. That's it. That's a podcast. All right, podcast is done, bitches. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Lane Mint, thank you for listening. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. go either with so one option is Bill Steen Sports he went on the internet I, dude I'm all over it. <laughs> shit out of it I'm all over it right now you have no idea he hasn't also, looked at his daughter in four days yeah, exactly. what is a daughter <laughs> I know, I know. So, well, hey do you have coilovers no <laughs> beat it <laughs> <laughs> is your name Bill Steen get the fuck out of here exactly uh,